the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. How you can get me in the holiday spirit? She can't. Kind of. <laughs> it depends on what list you're on, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the coal list, probably. You know, if you're a Democrat, I definitely am on the coal list. There's no doubt about it. RD is here. Paul's here. Good morning. And of course, uh, Simone is here as well. We're going to start off with her because we want her to bring us up to date. Evidently, great uh, event on Saturday night. Yes, we had a great event at the America Rising Gala with Sarah Sanders. Uh, amazing time. Everyone had a great time. Uh, it was very successful. Uh, Jason Rapert's band played. Bluegrass. Yes, all through the night. So it was a They're great very time. Good. They They're very good. They're very, very good. He could have sold CDs there that now, night. He plays, he plays the fiddle. Well, yeah. And he's very good at it. He's played a couple times at the at the club, and everyone loves him. Now, down south, see, we call that a fiddle. Up north, and when you go and see the orchestra, they call it a violin. Well, it was a fiddle it depends down on here. if you carry it in a case or a toe sack. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. But he's very good at it. He's very, He really is. I've, I've known Jason for a long time, and uh, when they show up, they play some good music. You know, he, he plays at the Capitol sometimes. Well, I went to you know I went to Moorhead State University, Moorhead, Kentucky, which is down um, in the area where bluegrass is really blue. I mean, it is blue bluegrass. They have a big festival there every year, a couple of weeks long, uh, down in Cave Run, and I, I'd go to it every year. It was fun to go to the bluegrass festival. I Just love good bluegrass. stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, that's, that's Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas. That's right. That's that. all. I'm just telling you, that's yeah. all Americana <laughs> stuff when you get into bluegrass. Right. It really, really is. Uh, Allison Krauss, of course, up there in Eureka Springs. She's a great artist. Uh, I missed it, but they had a special on with her and uh, the former lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Plant? Oh, yeah, wow. Robert Plant. They've written another album. It's been ten years ago. A new album coming out, and I'll pick it up. They're they're good together. They they really complement each other. So I didn't get to hear. It was on channel two hundred six, is what I understood. But Saturday, I had other things on my mind. There was the Big Twelve. There was the Big Ten. There was the SEC. I had f- college football on my mind. And of course, what did I tell you guys? Everybody was saying Alabama's going to get clean. Had the clocks cleaned by uh, by Georgia, right? And I said, don't count out Alabama. Don't count out Alabama. And uh, somebody got their clock cleaned in that game with Georgia, but it was not Alabama. So could be the national championship will be between Georgia and Alabama. That would be interesting. Because mm-hmm. the way it looks right now, the college playoffs, which will happen here at the beginning of the year, uh, is going to be Alabama against Cincinnati. And then Michigan versus Georgia. 
So the two the two winners of those games will face each other for the national championship. And you know, I saw where Michigan has been picked as the odds on favorite to win against Georgia. Don't count out Georgia. <laughs> They'll use that loss against Alabama to to come out ready to and they'll come out swinging. I'd like to see him swinging on him. You know, so I I'm I'm going to pick that the national championship game is going to be Alabama and uh, and Georgia. It's going to be SEC final for the national championship. That's what it's going to be. So everybody, go ahead, get ready to hate the SEC <laughs> even more. All right, I'm just telling you, we have two SEC teams in the in the in the in the big game at the end. I think that's going to happen. Well, but but back, let me get back uh, to Simone. Bring us up to date now. Sarah Sanders spoke at this event. Yes, she spoke for about a half an hour, and uh, it was it was a nice story. She did uh, basically. It wasn't anything really about issues so much as who she was. Okay. And, well, we all know who she is. She's a daughter of Mike Huckabee. Right. She told some personal <laughs> stories. Um, it was it was a nice it was a nice talk. It was a nice uh-huh. talk. She took some pictures and. So that was that. We saw we actually had um, her bourbon chocolate pecan pies that we I saw that had. they were on the tables. They said yes. And were they good? Oh, they were tasty. All right. Yes. Enough bourbon that you could taste the bourbon. I don't know about that. Is there ever enough bourbon in pie? Well, well, here's the key: <laughs> you put alcohol in in to most things, and you burn the alcohol off. Right. It leaves the taste, but burns the alcohol off. Unless you make a fruit cake, and That's you true. soak it in rum or bourbon after you cook it after you cook it then you get to the, alcohol the alcohol still there <laughs> right i guess it depends on what kind of what kind of good bourbon you have if what how it's going to taste oh there's lots of good bourbons from kentucky yeah the only yeah. real bourbon is from bourbon kentucky that's where it was where it was uh you know first made made by a southern baptist preacher he was the one who came up with bourbon and uh you know, you go to Bourbon, Kentucky, you get good. Maker's Mark is there and some of the other people. You well, know. Heaven Hill. <laughs> yeah, I love, I, you know, I've been to Bourbon, Kentucky a lot. I like Kentucky bourbon. I've always liked it. I was in Kentucky quite a few years myself, back and forth from Cincinnati, so. Okay, yeah. did you did you ever live in Kentucky? Well, you could say I couch surf there a few times. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you were coming down from Cincinnati, did you go to Lexington? Well, we called it Sensitucky, so yeah. basically it was the same city. We just you just cross a bridge. So yeah, I went to Lexington a lot for shows and different things like that. Lexington was fun to go down and head down to the racetrack. Well, I've been watch to the, the horses run. Yeah, in Kentucky Horse Park. Oh yeah, That's it was, a it's a great place. place. It's a gorgeous that. city. Yeah, bunch of a bunch of Democrats run it, which has kind of ruined it now. But uh, it's still a great, uh, great place to go visit. Historical, too. The buildings are all beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's why I loved living in Cincinnati and that area. Even in Kentucky, it's the same way. They all have Victorian houses you rent for apartments. Well, what's crazy about Kentucky is if you get out past the city and out to out on the into the holla, as we like to say, yeah. and you drive on some of those two-lane roads, a lot of those houses... We're right against the road. I mean, right net. I mean, I'm just telling you, you wouldn't Step have liked it, RD. Door. I mean, you know, you come, you come to work and you have my coffee to get sober. Uh, you, <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to step out the front door because you can. If you, if you 
wobbled a little bit and took a step forward, you'd be stepping into the lane of the road. They were that they're that close mm. to the road. And you know they weren't built that way. You know they were built way before the roads came in. But it used to be by the cow track. So, yeah. I mean that's the way the roads follow in Kentucky. The way the cows went home mm-hmm. to get milked and to be fed. That's where they laid the asphalt down. That's how they that's how they did the roads out there in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's a great state. A lot of fun to be in Kentucky when you get yeah. there. You know, if you ever go to Louisville, make sure that you go to Churchill Downs. It's a yeah. great historical site. Go to the museum. The museum is absolutely fan, fantastic and fascinating. And then get out to the paddock and see where they got all the horses at and stuff. Yes. Racetrack is, I love horses. I love the smell of a horse sweat and leather. So it's, I know it's something not every chick would They say. should have a, have a perfume for you. <laughs> they, probably, they probably have a candle out about that now. Yeah. Horse sweat and leather. I love that smell because I used to ride horses. So HSL. That's what you could call it. HSL. <laughs> horse sweat leather. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. It'd yeah. be good. All right. So did everybody enjoy themselves and did the, did the, uh, the Pulaski Republican women? It was a, a, a great event to make money. It was, and we did make money. And uh, I was a greeter in the front, so a lot of the action was going on while I was telling everybody where to go. Okay. Telling. <laughs> now, you, you were nice about it, right? Well, of course. I mean, you can tell people where to stick it if you tell them where to stick it nicely. I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I directed them in the right fashion as to where uh-huh. to go. Okay. To our, a live, we had a live auction, and we had a silent auction. So that made some money off of that, probably. Yeah, we did did pretty good off that. So, so what was in the auction that you looked at that you wish you could have bid on? Uh, probably Jan Morgan's piece. Uh, she had, I didn't get to see everything that was in it, but she always has a great bundle. We had great pieces of artwork. Um, we had I just I can't even remember everything. Oh, we had some beautiful um, purses that were I think handmade purses, different things like that. Uh, people oh silver a silver place setting that someone had donated from an estate sale so i mean there was just a variety of different things you would find something for everyone there okay yeah so. i tell you the north pulaski republicans women they put on a quite an event it was uh, a show it at, really at was. north pulaski and both and, sides uh, of the river do a good job yeah, they do an excellent job I'm asking. I got, I'm, I got a I'm pretending. Of, I'm pretending like I'm the chief justice of the Supreme Court. I'm, <laughs> I'm finding the middle here. You, <laughs> hey, I bought. A, I bought a signed picture of uh, original signed picture of Winthrop Rockefeller. Oh, cool sign. Wow. Yeah, very cool. Very, that was very nice. And uh, I bought a custom Glock made, made in Georgia. A custom Glock with dual red dot sights man and, i wonder yeah, why uh, you, are, you, are you telling me that black uh was it hawk was it hawk uh manufacturing up there in northwest arkansas didn't black put hawk. Up, yeah black hawk they didn't put up a a, a made uh 1911 or something no no I, somebody no. needs to call them they would do that mm-hmm. i'm just well, telling you them a call 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 uh, black hawk up in northwest arkansas those those guns are exceptional I'll have to try one. They're beautiful, beautiful Is pieces. Right? They're, piece, they're pieces of art. It's a, it's a thing where if you had to shoot an intruder, it'd make you feel bad because you're going to have powder residue in the barrel. <laughs> so you're going to dirty your gun up a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'll get I'll get some kickback from that one. Kickback. Yeah, somebody somebody be upset about that. If I offended you, 
I'm happy I did. My, Make your day. My daughter, I think, for her birthday last year, got a 1911 stainless steel Smith & Wesson cool. performance center that's ported and polished. And nice. It's a pretty nice gun. So She been out shooting it yet? Oh, yeah. She's pretty good with she it. She likes it, huh? Yeah, she likes it. You know, that makes me feel good for you when she gets into really heavy dating. Yeah, we were at the sh- <laughs> yeah we were we were uh, shooting over at the at the shooting range there in North Little Rock by the interstate, and we tried one. If you go there, they have all kinds of guns, and they'll let you try them. Yeah, and then if you like it, then they'll sell you one. <laughs> well, doesn't the one of sixty seven one sixty seven? I think they do that too. Uh, that was that Arkansas Armory? That's where it was. Oh, is that where you were at? Yeah, Arkansas oh, okay. Armory. Yeah. It sounds like Knob Creek. Have you ever been down there to Knob Creek, Kentucky? No, I haven't been there. That's uh, yeah. the son of a former state rep. Uh, house. house. Yeah. Doug House. Nathan House. Yeah, Nathan. Is the, he goes to my church. He's a good man. Good guy. So yeah, he is a good man. He is a uh, constable in uh, uh 319 area in uh, north of Cabot and does a lot of good work with the uh, sheriff's department we were going to have a big contest to find the best marksman of central arkansas and part of it was we had a uh, uh, already had laid it out it was a target and it had me on it <laughs> all right and on the top of my head i had an apple and, and that was worth a thousand points oh wow but they, they would not let us do it. The lawyers got involved. Is that what? Right? Well, yeah. Whenever the lawyers get involved, they take all the fun out of life. I was going to ask if you could use buckshot, but that would not <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, let's take our first break here on the Dave Ellswick Show. So they had a good time at the Republican Women of Pulaski County. Yes, That's we had a good. blast. All right. We're going to tell you they got something planned coming up in February. February. Makes sense. Chocolate and Valentine's Day kind of go together. Yes. We'll tell you what that's all about. And then uh, we're going to get into discussing some major issues. The one that I think is really major right now is that there's 100,000 troops, Russian troops now, on the border with Ukraine. This is not good. We'll talk about it. When we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show, East End Towing, they're ready to to take care of you no matter what situation you find yourself in whether it's a flat tire you locked your keys in the car your car just stopped or your car stopped and you found yourself uh, towing a, a trailer a camper or uh, you know a boat or whatever uh, they know how to handle all of that they'll get you where you want to go not where you know they want to take you and uh, you're not going to be in some impound lot somewhere. You call them, they'll take care of you. 501-888-8849. Now put that in your phone. That way you can't lock it in your glove box or whatever. 501-888-8849. That's East End Towing. All right, back here in the studio with our crew, our, our morning crew for Mondays. And, of course, Paul Calvert is here. Artie Hopper is here. And uh, Simone is here as well. They're all sitting across on the other side uh, from me, and uh, we got a lot of things that we want to talk about. Somebody asked, just called in and asked, I think it was Willie, uh, wanted to know if I was doing uh, the uh, the toy uh, collection uh, for Saline County this year, and that's not going to be possible just because I'm doing mornings now, and it, it, it's really difficult uh, for them to, I get there real early. Uh, to handle me so i won't be doing it this year however here's what i'll tell you that you should do i will mention on the day that the the toy drive goes on where to call in to make your uh donations to 
because my listeners, you who's listening right now, uh, typically uh, donate thousands of dollars on that day. So we'll uh, we'll remind you when it is. I'd like that money still to be donated to that that cause because they do such a great job uh, in getting toys for uh, the kids down there in Saline County. And by the way, they're all vetted. Everybody is vetted. They they know that they're not. There's some people who take advantage of the people who collect uh, you know money and toys and food and all those type of things. And I can't think of the the main group that they use that uh, vets the people, but they know that they that they really are in need. So you know that your your money will be used uh, in a, in a good way. If you want to help uh, kids up in uh, uh, Lono County, call New Life Church, my church that I go to uh, in uh, in uh, Cabot, and they'll be happy to take your. Uh, uh, donation there and what they have is they have the mall they have the christmas mall and the uh, families are vetted and then they're brought in they, we clear everything out of the um, the sanctuary and set up tables and stuff and they can walk around it looks kind of like a, a mall in there and they can get the toys that they need for their kids and things of that nature and food and all that kind of stuff so uh, new life church in uh, cabot Okay, keep them in mind as well. And if you have something like that uh, that you're involved with, if you just let me know, I'll make the announcement for it. All right, because, you know, Christmas is a special time. I've always said that. And, uh, you know, if you can spare an extra 20 or $30, it goes a long way in helping, uh, you know, the, uh, the nonprofit groups here in the area. I'll have to get more um, information on the organization, but uh, we are, I'm collecting uh, socks and gift cards for homeless veterans. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, do you get a hold of me through the show or anything? I can come pick stuff up. Uh, we've got, mainly it's a bunch of socks right now because everyone needs socks, socks and gift cards from everything from McDonald's to Target to whatever, because these people don't ask, they don't ask for anything. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, I don't know if you've ever worn a pair of socks for like a week or so. It's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. In fact, two things, socks and underwear. Socks and underwear. I mean, they're it's, the it's, most it's comforting important. things that you can have during sometimes during this year. I mean, staying clean, uh, you know, when is really important. It really, really is. And if you've ever served in the military, you guys remember when we go out and go bivouacking and all that kind of stuff and uh you get things get wet or you get wet and you brought some extra pairs of socks but maybe ran th- you ran through them and uh after a while man putting on stuff that's nasty dirty it's not fun you can get infections and stuff too it's not that, fun well yeah you're homeless sure yeah absolutely absolutely so if you want to help vets that are homeless you heard me Simone's collecting socks Socks and gift cards. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so either cards. one. Either they, one. They need your help. Where where should they go to right now? We'll, we'll put something. We'll. Um, you I'll make. To, I'll, I'll put up a link. But where? You could go to Pulaski County uh, Republican Women, and uh, then they'll let me know. Okay. About it, or you can go to Valkyrie Snyder on Facebook and contact me. But probably easier to go through Pulaski County Republican Women. Okay. What is their exact? 
uh, uh, email. It's on Facebook. Okay, it's, it's on Facebook. Yeah, Go so. to the Facebook page and right. leave a leave a note. Okay, there's what you do. All right, socks and gift cards. I'll make sure. Yes, I'll and I'll get you more information. Or on cash? It. Will you take cash? Yes, yes. Okay, we right. actually collect past the. I gotta ask because some people won't take cash anymore. Well, yeah, we we will take anything that we can put to good use towards these homeless veterans, and okay. that's much appreciated. Sounds good. All right. Well, there you got it. That's for you. Okay, we got to get to the news. News is coming up here on the Dave Ellswick Show. After the news, we'll be back, and we're going to talk about the Ukraine, because that is a serious, serious situation that is developing uh, over uh, in Europe right now. And uh, on top of that, we'll mention a little bit that the I think the, the, the Chinese have pulled back a little bit of threatening Taiwan because the Winter Olympics are coming up, and they want everybody to show up for that so we'll talk about all of that as we return here on the show all right don't forget about pi roofing uh we're we didn't get the really strong thunderstorms i think that they were kind of expecting last night uh we had a little bit of lightning and and rain up in the cabot area but i didn't see any hail uh in the area and we did in grant county this morning when I got up, they were under a tornado warning, but uh, that's because that, uh, that that line had kind of solidified as it was sliding through uh, Arkansas, and it was red, it was a big red line of thunderstorms. Some sound like a pretty heavy rain at my house this oh, did morning. Did you have some before I came into the show? Yeah, short, just a short time. Yeah, too. I, mean, I, I don't remember exactly what time it was in the morning. I bet it might have been three o'clock or something. It was about yeah. three to four o'clock when yeah. it started at my house. Yeah. It started dumping just like buckets yeah. for a short period of time. I didn't hear it. I was still sleeping. Well, I've got a, I've got a metal roof. I, well, I have I have a I put on the outside of my house on the door. It says "Do not disturb." That's for Mother Nature. Okay. <laughs> don't, be, don't be bothering me with lightning and thunder. So the weather obeys that. Yes, they do. <laughs> it, goes, it goes around my house. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, bottom line is is that uh, the reason I bring that up is uh, your roof is your last defense against that. And PI Roofing can do a good job of keeping your home dry. Uh, give them a call, 707-3551, 707-3551. Do a little preemptive screening, have them come out and walk your roof and check things out, make sure it's all okay. And, uh, you know, if there's something wrong, it needs to be fixed, they'll bring out your uh, folks from your insurance and uh, look at it with them and they'll come to an agreement and they'll make sure that you get out uh, with as little damage to your wallet as possible. That's PI Roofing, 707-3551 or piroofing.com. Uh, you got up this morning. The big, big news right now is that Putin and um, Biden are supposed to be talking this week, either tomorrow or Wednesday. I guess they're doing a, a Zoom as well. And, you know, will the president challenge Putin at having 100,000 Russian troops on the Ukrainian border? Now, we've gone through this one other time with with the uh, Russians, and we, we didn't do anything about Georgia, and they basically took Georgia over, not the state of Georgia, uh, the country Georgia over there in Europe. And, uh, you know, the Ukraine is a, is a really, really strategic area. That's where the pipeline goes through for natural gas. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, you know, they want to, they want, and, and they don't want you, the Ukraine to become a NATO member. So we got those two things uh, that we're dealing with. I mean, NATO was smart. They go ahead and make them, make them NATO members right now. But it tells me at how worrisome Russia is that they haven't made them NATO members. Because once they make them NATO members, if Russia attacks, then it's on us to defend the Ukraine mm-hmm. along with the Ukrainians. I think Russia is probably threatening, or I know thre- Russia is threatening Ukraine if they do become NATO. No, I'm sure that's so, part so, of it, too. So I'm sure they're being bullied. Uh, I read an article said that they threatened to cut off their gas. All the gas oh, wow. runs. 50% of the gas that Russia supplies to the European Union goes through Ukraine. Yeah, and if, see, if Biden was smart, he'd done what Trump did, and we'd keep on doing that, uh, you know, uh, natural gas to Europe uh, at a cheaper price, but we didn't do that. We ju- we didn't do that. We cut all that. We've cut all that exporting out. Mm. Thank so, you, Mr. President. So, so Ukraine, Ukraine gets all their gas out of that pipeline, also. Wow. So if someone's holding, so does Germany basically? Yeah, that's a big deal. Once you for all your people, once you get set up for natural your, gas and your livelihood, mm-hmm. someone's holding the keys to it, and you say, "Well, we're going to." join the european union although we'll flip the switch it'll be awful cold this winter you know and the germans and the germans bought a lot of natural gas from the uh, from the soviet union and didn't switch over to american natural gas which was cheaper and i always wondered who do you want to buy your gas from a country that for the most part is a lot freer than what russia is and they they just decided they just keep on doing business with russia it just mm, seems like such what a does that mean? in general that it's it's that's allowed. If you're going to be in a, uh, into an organization that's supposed to protect you from Russia, yet you're going to buy from Russia. It seems, yeah, it doesn't make much sense to no. me. Okay, Willie, let's let you get in here. Go ahead. Willie's been waiting. Go. Who's that, that little puppet dictator? He's trying to bring back what he can of those Soviet Union. Well, he's former KGB. Yeah, right, right, Dave. And also, the Chicoms have opened up a base on the the Atlantic side in Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, look, the Chicoms. The only reason I think that China hasn't done something about Taiwan yet is because of the Winter Olympics. You know, they're they're trying yeah. to play nice right now so that people still come to the Winter Olympics. And the uh, I hear that the president is going to announce that. We're going to have a diplomatic boycott of uh, the the, the uh, China's Olympics because you know of all of the use of slaves over there and whatnot. But um, I, that doesn't hold as much weight as if the country, in and of itself, doesn't go over and our athletes don't show up. If my memory that is correct, didn't we send the Ukraine any tank weapons? Uh, no, we. I, I think uh, Trump did. Take that back. Trump did. Obama and Biden, if you remember, they sent them. Uh, they sent them blankets. <laughs> I guess you throw it over the the, the oncoming uh, troops of Russia and uh, beat them up when they can't see you. I tell you one thing: Putin wants that Crimea area too. Well, he's already he's got sorry. Crimea. He's got Crimea. He's got Georgia. He wants Ukraine now. 
You know, he wants to get NATO off of his border is what he wants to do. Is he going to go to Belarus next? I have the Baltic, no. Baltic Republic? I don't know yet. Don't uh, We're going to have to keep our eye out. He'll do whatever he can do if we don't stop him. How's that? Is that a pretty good ec- explanation? Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll keep pushing until we finally say enough. Well, let's see if Biden's got the got the willpower to do that. I doubt it. Can, can let's go, NATO, Brandon. Uh, can we get uh, Ukraine to join NATO? They want to. They just haven't yet. And you know, I, I'm 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 going to lean towards what uh, RD said earlier, uh, late last half hour, is that I'm sure that uh, Russia has let the Ukraine know if they become a NATO ally, they may precipitate an attack on the Ukraine. I'm not. I'm not going to watch the, the the China Joe Olympics, Dave. Well, I'm not going to watch them either. I just it's just uh, it's just, it's just a propaganda. And well, that's what it'd be. You're exactly right. Thanks, Willie. Appreciate your call. He's exactly right about that. They're going to use that as a methodology of of uh, propaganda. I don't expect that they'll do anything like uh, some kind of reenactment of the slavery in China, <laughs> you know, where they're killing people because they're Muslims. Well, we better be thinking about bringing most of our, you know, bringing some of our factories manufacturing. You're right back to the United States. I went to buy some boots weekend before <laughs> last for the winter. It's like China, China, China. Mm. Yeah. I tell you what. Did you see um, what Abbott had to say about that? Down in Texas, yeah. he made statement that they're open for business. There's a big uh, uh, manufacturer Samsung. Of, of is it Samsung I computer chips? I believe it's Samsung. That's building a big uh, distribution site down well, in Texas. You know, you, several years ago, I think it was Whitney Davis was saying that that one of the reasons why they would build factories in some of these other foreign countries was not because so much that it was cheaper, but because you could actually get the factory going in a timely manner. Well, yeah, you don't have to meet all of the right. Imagine trying specifications to start a, that the uh, federal government of America throws on uh, everybody. A lot of times, it's the counties. I mean, the zoning. Well, yeah, local, you Washington. Yeah, that Washington that, County in Arkansas is tough enough. If yeah, you, you got countywide you, zoning. You know about that, don't you? Oh yeah, I got experience. <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, I know you do. We, we, we've heard that story here on the air. But it's shameful, though. Are we supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave, or are we just a bunch of slaves like that, like they are in China? We're, we're the we're, home of the dumbasses. I, I'm I mean, I'm, I getting, just got. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I shouldn't use that term, but it's my favorite term for some of these people that make some of the decisions that they make. Well, well I, we won't to force other people to do what we want them to do so and you you do that anywhere so if you can't get it done in your city you go to the county if you can't get it, to force the people in the county to do what you want you go to the state how many times have you seen people in in uh northwest arkansas come to the state capitol try to get things done sure. that they want to get done they so, can't many get done so many different people rather than allowing their neighbors to be free they like they they say you know i don't like the fact that my neighbor does this that or the other with his own property well it doesn't violate my rights but i don't like it and so guess what we need to make a law against that exactly a perfect example of that was a few years about uh uh, ago um there you've got you've got these uh homes that are up on side of the road there on chenal you go down that hill, you know, that leads okay. you to Highway 10. It's a gorgeous area. I love that area. Drive yeah. down that area. 
But do you remember when Walmart wanted to build there, down there? And the people that own those homes said, well, we don't want them to build a Walmart there to ruin our scenic view. And I thought, and I said on the air, I said, well, what about when you built and you destroyed the scenic yeah. view of everybody else? It didn't matter then. If you want a scenic oh, view. Oh, man, there's people who hate it, my guess. If you, because want, I, if you want a special scenic view, buy it. Yeah. If you don't want to build something down there, buy the land. Yes. Yeah, that, the that's, problem that's solved. Right. I mean, Capitalism you know. Capitalism under pressure. Right. If you've got a great scenic view because your neighbor has decided to have a nice clean pasture or maybe grow some nice trees, well, that's your neighbor's view. Your, your neighbor owns the property. You don't have any right to it looking any particular certain. Or if your neighbor doesn't way. buy it to look at it, but buys it to develop it. Right. Sit down and right. shut up. Right. No. If, if you could have bought it. Right. You don't right. have the right to have your neighbor's property fit your own aesthetically pleasing idea of of of, of greatness. Whatever. Yeah, it but might see, be. you don't have an overall view of, of everything. So <laughs> there's a group of people that have a vision and from they up know. above, and they know what is best for the community. And they are looking out my, at the for, big picture. For our right, exactly. Right. And see, you don't see the big picture the way they do. Right. So you need to be subject to their vision That's because exactly they right. have the big picture. You know, that, does that not sound like the state capital? Well, yeah, yeah, the big picture is we need Amazon and all these corporations to come. So we just sell our freedoms out, you know, red flag laws, uh, hate crime legislation, mm-hmm. whatever. And so those people feel comfortable well, coming that, to our state. That and 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 then we have we have laws that um, what was the governor vetoed the law about about not um, gen, not um, mutilating small children uh, with the sex change stuff and, and and was that because of some of these corporate some of these um, these corporate um, left leaning giants? You know, probably you know it was. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got a lot more to talk about. We still got another hour after this one to talk about the topics that are going on. If you want to join the conversation, the phone number is 501-823-0965. Let me tell you something else. December 7th. Yes, that's Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, don't forget that it's also the last day for open enrollment uh, when you're looking at Medicare and all of those kinds of things. So you need to be ta- talking about health insurance with Pat Davis. Pat Davis's phone number is 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935. His uh, website, yourhealthplanman.com, because that's what he's called, Your Health Plan Man. And Pat will give you all the information you need to save 30 to 50% on your health care. Buy it from anybody that provides health care insurance in the nation. Don't pay any co-pays any longer and uh, even get checks back from your doctor or your urgent care facility and even the hospital. How does he do all of it? You talk to him. He'll explain it to you. 501-605-6935. That is yourhealthplanman.com. That is Pat Davis. All right, we're back with you for the Dave Ellswick Show. I just was, uh, I'm texting a few people because next hour we're going to touch on the um, state legislature will be called in a special session beginning uh, tomorrow, tomorrow uh, dealing with the governor's tax plan. 
I would like to see more done than what the governor is suggesting. You know, there's there's all of these politicians out there that are wanting to do these little tiny, they're, they're just kind of chewing around the edges, you know, kind of yeah. like what field mice do when they mm-hmm. first get started. They chew around the edges of everything. That's what they're doing right now. If they really want to start cutting taxes, the first thing that they must do is cut spending. Right. Wow, you must be an economist. It seems if you run a household, if 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 you're you know a a mom or a dad, and, or not even that, you just run your own household, and you got to pay the rent, and pay the heat, got to pay the water, got to pay all the different uh, things that you got. What you do is you you pay all of that kind of stuff, and and then uh, you look at how you can make a little extra money. So maybe you can have a few extra things. Now, the, gov- the government doesn't have to look around and say, hmm, what can we cut so that we got a little extra money left over at the end of the month? No, what they do Who is... Who can we steal from? They, yeah, yeah, well, they, they, they tell the, the, the citizens, you just got to pay more taxes. Well, now they're going to they're gonna turn around now and they're going to say, well, we're going to cut a few taxes. Now, the question I have... And uh, if the governor came on, I'd ask him, I understand you're going to cut taxes, but which ones are you going to raise to well, pay for the ones that you're going to cut? Which ones have you already raised? Yeah. How many gas taxes have we passed in the last well, five years? Well, how four about letters. the download tax? Or the internet download tax, which <laughs> which was probably pretty tax. small when they first passed it. But now everybody does these internet downloads for, for, to a great extent. And, Oh yeah, they're talking about but, how good that download tax one of the was. Things about the cutting, meeting, one of the things about cutting spending is it's that like little seeds they plant. That when government spends tax dollars, a lot of times what that means is we have less liberty because not only do they give out free handouts, but they also hire bureaucrats to to harass us and take our rights away. And so you know, whenever they talk about raising taxes, and because they can raise taxes, they're going to have a few more of your shekels. What they usually will tell you going to do, they're going to start some kind of a new program. Now, if you start a new program, that means you got to hire people to be able to run the program. That, that or they just hire more bureaucrats to enforce the stupid laws that we never realized we had. Because, you know, Arkansas used to be a pretty free state. Um, you could start a business. and America used to be a pretty right, free country. Right. And, and so right. They, 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 there were lots of bad laws in the books in Arkansas for a long time, I think. But for the most part, a lot of them weren't enforced, and so you could start a business and be pretty free. But I'm afraid now that 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 um, now the government government is spending a lot more money. They have a lot more money to spend. That there's a lot more bureaucrats in place to 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 enforce these bad laws that nobody really knew existed. Well, everybody wants to say, well, we can't cut them too big. Look what happened to Kansas. Well, let me just give you the the abridged version of what happened to Kansas. Kansas cut taxes. Heavily, all right. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't cut spending because they don't know how. What do you remember? I hate to be a broken record, but if you remember when it come back to Obamacare coming to Arkansas, they said we'll sign up for this and get the money. Then what did they say they would do later? Well, get out of it. You you heard them say that, didn't you? So we'll take the money, then we'll get I can't out of tell it later. You, I can't tell you how many times they said that stuff on Are my show when they, they came on live. Sure, said so we'll just take David it. Sanders and others said we'll take we'll start it. And what did Reagan say about that? 
Yeah, when you, the closest thing to immortality is a government program. That's exactly yeah. right. How, how I was you, at a. How do you how do you convince a pig to say, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a diet. <laughs> I don't need I don't need no I don't need any more off the off the I, slop. slop." I had to go to a freight company and pick up some freight that had been sitting there on their dock for two days because they can't hire enough help to run deliveries. I show wow. up and there's like two really gray haired guys. No no offense to anybody. Mm-hmm. Two older guys that were retirement age was out there trying to fill like 15 trailers, two guys on forklifts. Wow. So I show up and say, hey, guys, just find this for me, and I'll pick it up myself. Well, the guy there says, we can't hire anybody. And I said, well, have you no, ever noticed? No, it's not that they can't. It's that nobody comes to get the jobs that are available. That right. That's exactly right. So the guy there, I said, you know, when you go to the uh, National Forest, they have signs that says, don't feed the animals. And he said, well, what does that have to do with it? Well, the reason they don't want you to feed the animals is because they, they want, want to, keep them to get out and work for it. Well, they, they, want want to to get, they want to keep them on the plantation, the government does. So they keep giving them money so yeah. they don't have to work, so that they're beholden to the government. So they be at that point, you do whatever the government tells you to do. It becomes natural. And when you quit feeding them, they'll turn on you. Mm. Yep. Yep. Well, that's what they're all afraid of. That's what all those Republicans were afraid of when they went along with Obamacare. And they kept saying, well, we're going to change it. And I said, it's called Obamacare for a reason. He runs it. He'll tell you how to do it, whether you like it or not. And uh, they, they said, no. We, and I said, come on, man. I, I, I borrowed a phrase from Joe Biden. Come on, man. You know better than that. Anyway. They sold it, though, didn't they? walked away some people walked away with a lot of money i just know that all right we gotta take a break we got a lot more to talk about hopefully we'll have uh, state senator kim hammer on the governor has called a session special session starts tomorrow we'll talk about it in the next hour of the dave ellswick show get back here on the dave ellswick show uh if you didn't know the governor has called a special session of the uh, uh state legislature they will start meeting tomorrow uh this to deal with the governor's uh, tax proposal i don't have it right in front of me so i won't dig into it right now i've sent out a few emails to see if people can uh can join us 
uh, during this hour to talk a little bit. I've uh, sent one out to Senator Dismang. We sent one out to Senator Sullivan and sent another one out to Senator Hammer. I've heard back from Senator Hammer. Uh, he evidently has a test being planned at the hospital, but he says there should be a hole that I can call in at. So uh, he'll try to get a hold of us, and we'll talk a little bit about what uh, the state Senate is expecting to hear from uh, uh, the governor. Uh, the governor has been very adamant that all he wants to deal with is the tax plan. He doesn't want a bunch of other uh, superfluous bills, as he calls them, mm. uh, to be brought up to take away uh, time for discussion about a tax plan. Now, I've had Acre on talking about all of this kind of stuff, and uh, they kind of agree with me, and maybe I should call David Mitchell and see if he can come on this week uh, to deal and to talk more about this, uh, because it's like I said, unless there is an appetite to cut spending, uh, the appetite for cutting taxes might be there, but it will be minuscule. It will be very, well, very, very small. If if you're not cutting spending, you're getting the money from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of like a shell game. We're getting enough money from the federal government now. We can say, hey, we can cut a little bit of the state taxes because look at all the federal billions that's yeah, we, coming in we, under. We can we can sell out our cans and take their rights away, and and then we'll get this free money from the federal government. Exactly it, it, what it, it is. And, and so. Yeah, but the reality is we need to cut spending. The reality is I, I, I'm, in many respects, in some respects, I'm more concerned about the spending than I am the taxation. The taxation hurts, but the spending sometimes hurts a lot worse because of what they do to you when they spend that money. Because it's not just them buying flowers and, and stupid Christmas trees like in the city of Conway. Sometimes they're actually hiring bureaucrats and, and imposing really dumb, horrendously um oppressive laws that hurt you and, and so it's it, right with all the strings attached it's it's not just that they're wasting our money and taking it from us they're hurting us with that money and so it, it, it to me it's, it's not just the fact that they're wasting our money it's the fact that they're hurting us with that money under the guise of good governance yeah but i'm all for tax cuts but spending has to come along with it at some time well, it seems like it. it has to i mean again they keep bringing up the people are like freaking out about tax cuts as far as the income tax. Uh, look what happened to Kansas. And uh, my uh, answer to that was, well, Kansas didn't do all the steps they had to do. You know, what what happened to Kansas, you didn't have to have tea leaves or a crystal ball or anything to, to figure out what was going to happen. They didn't cut the spending to go along with uh, the cuts that they were making to taxes. And so uh, everything went off the rails. Cut spend. I say cut spending first. Forget about reducing taxes. Get in and cut, cut the spending and the cutting of taxes will follow easily. What's like the budget of a teenager? You know, the ideas they have, lofty ideas they have, but they don't think about their spending. So, so you're I, not independent until you're financially independent. So, so what, you're what, what exactly did happen to Kansas? I'm, I'm assuming that they had some financial difficulties after they cut their taxes. But the, the reality is, you know, if you've got a teenager who's spending too much money on alcohol 
and um, fast cars at some point, if you can't get them to stop spending the money, cut off, cut off the money coming in and then they, they have to. And so we've got a bunch of drunk teenagers in the government. And, you know, if we can't get them to stop spending it, maybe we can at least stop sending it to them. This this article says Hutchinson said the state has been increasing funding for services even with the tax cuts it has enhanced over the past several years. We are meeting the needs and there will continue and we will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Meeting the needs. needs. The, so, so, the needs. Can, so, can we define these needs? So uh services are not going to be cut and we will meet the needs of the people. Uh, mm. And do these tax cuts at the same time. And much of what you're seeing here is the reduction. It's opposite what we would like to see. We're seeing the reduction of state taxes and the increasing of federal money coming into the state. So Arkansas's uh, budget, as we know, is around $5 billion for state tax and 29.8 for federal coming in. So wow. we're taking our budget, we're lowering how much we collect on state taxes, which we're good, we're good with that, but we're raising the money coming in from federal and we're becoming more and more of a debtor state. state. Well, and, and like I said, when when that federal money comes in, a lot of times there's strings attached and and the and the state government will pass these little laws here and there to uh, um in order to obtain those federal dollars. So one you one example of that is a seatbelt law. Another, I think, is a, some of the speed limit requirements in some cases, I think. Um, and, and so when government decides to sell us out um, just so they can get some free money from the federal government, that's a problem. Well, you just look what Trump did. We'll talk about Trump. Whenever the people in California, oh, no. when the people in California said we're not going to arrest the criminals in California, we're not going to arrest people that that are coming across the borders and and you know raping and pillaging the locals. Trump said, "If you don't do it, if you, then uh, we will withhold your federal money." All right, got to get a break in. Got to get a break in. Then we come back, and Senator Kim Hammer will join us. Cool. All right, Dave Ellswick show. Uh, concerned about uh, out-of-control government spending? We're talking about it right now. Uh, soaring inflation, political unrest, a rapid decline in U.S. dollar, then you're probably considering silver and gold to help protect your nest egg. Don't let 70-style inflation destroy your retirement. Learn how silver and gold can or could help you protect your assets, IRA, 401K, hard-earned uh, savings. All you got to do is call 501-222-3315. We uh, work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers. Now, I don't work with them. David Lucas does here in the country. So you can get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. Uh, Again, to learn more about buying silver and gold, 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through uh, David Lucas Financial and the Arkansas Registered investment advisor all right let's continue on kim hammer state senator joins us here on the dave ellswick show uh senator the uh, governor's special session on uh his tax relief plan will be looked at uh starting tomorrow what are you expecting i expect that uh this fair and aggressive uh, tax plan will pass, won't have any troubles getting it through. There's already a um, significant number of co-sponsors that are on the bill, and so I don't I don't think there'll be any trouble at all getting the tax break for the people of Arkansas through. 
All right. Is it is it going to be diff, uh, difficult to make bigger cuts? I mean, to make bigger cuts, you're going to have to cut spending somewhere. Is the legislature not ready to get into that, or are we going to have to wait till we have a new governor and you all get together again in uh, 2023 to, to talk about that kind of stuff? Well, I think when you look at the total price tag attached with this tax cut policy, um, it is a significant move uh, for this generation of legislators. You know, we've been chipping away at it for a while. And as far as getting us closer to where a lot of people want to be, we'll probably be as close as we've ever been since I've been in the legislature. The, um, you know, with the price tag that's attached to it, of course, you can't you can't grow your programs if you don't have the money to do it. But at the same time, you don't want to sink the ship while you're drawing it down. And so that we would end up like Kansas where, you know, they had to come back in and raise taxes. That's that's obviously the thing we don't want to do. And uh, for what Senator Jonathan Dismain and Representative Joe Jett and the respective leadership of the House and Senate have worked on to get this to where it is, um, this is what we feel we can afford. And there'll always be opportunities in the future, but this certainly has been one of the fair tax packages that have been put out there because it it uh, gives a significant number of taxpayers uh, the opportunity to get their taxes reduced. Yeah, this is something you and I have talked about uh, several times, and I'm a little bit more aggressive uh, about this than, than uh, the legislature is. I remember I had on, well, who's the... Who was in the state house uh, that talked about cutting taxes, and he lost his election. I can't think of his name right now, but he he asked me how big of a cut I would make, and I said, and he said, if you were if you ran for governor and won, I said, you really want to know? He said, yeah, and I said, ten percent across the top of the board, and I thought he was going to have apoplexy right in front of me. <laughs> to be honest with you, I thought he was going to fall out of his chair. So, so, but, so but the government you know, has grown but, what? But, 200%? Yeah, 500%? I, know, I understand that, Paul, but here's the key. I mean, I started asking him about, about cutting programs and things like that. He didn't even want to talk about that, uh, Kim. Is that up for – are we going to have to wait two years to have that conversation? I don't think so. I mean, and, and honestly, I, I think for the, for the size of the tax package that we're talking about cutting um, and what this is going to get us to is going to bring us to be equal – or close to equal with our competing states. I know that, you know, for example, Texas doesn't have, you know, one tax, but then you look, they make up for it by another tax. And what we want to do is yeah, property get, taxes. Yeah. I mean, you may not pay, you know, you may not pay any take state tax, but your property taxes down there are going to make up for it. And that's what, that's what needs to be an equal and fair comparison. You can't just do it on one category alone because, they make up for it in another, and this is what's going to get us equal to our neighboring states. Of course, the next step will be to be better than equal. We want to be greater than, and I think that'll come, you know, in the next because we still got the fiscal session coming, and then we got the general session twenty three, and we'll have a new governor, and um, I think it's this generation of legislators' attitudes that we want to get it as low as we can, but we want to be able to provide essential services and. That within itself is a debate. What what defines essential services that the government's supposed to be providing? Yeah, and how much of those essential services do you provide? I mean, you got to, I mean, you got to figure out where the line is in the sand, so to speak. That if you make more money than this, 
you, you know, the, the essential services shouldn't be, you know, supplied by the government, but by yourself. Well, and then there's the question of how long do we provide them for? Because mm-hmm. in, you know, in the area that we're in with the financial stability that we have because of the strength of our state with the amount of money that we've been able to put into the, you know, the uh, protected reserve fund, we are financially very well positioned as a state to be able to do other things without eroding our financial strength that's giving us good bond ratings and really positioning us as a state to be as competitive with any other state around us. So we don't want to keep people on welfare too long or on any of those other support programs. And I don't think that they, you know, with the strength of our state financially, uh, there's limited justification as to why, but we got to help people navigate off the system. Now look at our workforce in, in the country right now and keep them people on uh, welfare for an inordinate amount of time and what that leads to. R.D., you had a question. Senator, thank you for being on the show today. Uh, Some of the things that concerns us, we've seen ASA tried to put work requirements and different things on some of the federal money. What scares a lot of us in in the business world and other things uh, work-related as far as getting people to come to work is all the federal money. And when you start talking about talking the state budget you know when you talk to legislators they say well we can't don't have that much control over that much of our budget because so much of our budget is federal money and we know i I think you would agree that the one of the reasons that we're in such good financial shape right now is the amount of federal money that's coming in right now so is there any hope in the future to uh balance our our state our budget between federal and state money to give us more freedoms to control uh, the things that go on in our state yes and i would point to one piece of evidence for that we hired a firm that was and the report came out last week and i think they got a follow-up report this week Um, but what we hired the firm to do was to do an actual analysis of how much of a spin all this federal money is coming in because we all know the federal money is going to stop sooner or later we're either going to be broke or we're going to have a sensible administrative leadership other than what we've got right now exactly. that understands you can't buy your way out of prosperity and uh, or out of poverty. In, into prosperity. And, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so that's the one thing we are being cautious about is that when the spigot gets turned off on the federal money, are we as a state going to be able to long-term sustain these income tax breaks that we're giving there are some trips in there that if we should fall or hit certain you know trigger points that we would have to hit the pause button but we're trying to be very fiscally responsible to make sure that once we give it you know we don't have to stop getting it but yeah as we grow more and more financially stronger that when intent would be to become less and less dependent on federal government so that the borrower is not servant to the lender Thank All right, you. we got we got a few moments left. Paul, quickly, question. Uh, Senator, this is Paul Calvert here. Um, Morning, Paul. What, what do you think is the appetite for um, maybe branching off and doing some other things, like maybe the Texas Heartbeat Bill and th- things like that during this special session? Is that do you think there's think there's a possibility for that happening? Always a possibility. A little bit of a high hurdle. We've always intended that this special session would be to just address the tax bill because. It does need to be a headline article because of the significance of it. Never say never. You don't know what will happen. I know there's the heartbeat bill out there. I know there's the law enforcement. 
you know, tax bill uh, break out there for them. Um, I know there's ongoing discussions and uh, never say never, but we went into this session with the intent of putting the 100% focus on this tax package break because it is extremely significant what the Republican Party is able to do for the state of Arkansas. We want to make sure it is at the forefront of, uh, you know, everything going on. Plus, we're still waiting for the Supreme Court to rule on the other one. Um, so we want to be good. We don't want to create ad- additional work for our AG that's not going to be successful if they don't win in Texas or Mississippi. And I've kind of been out of touch over the weekend, so I don't know what the latest is on that. Well, nothing nothing new about uh, what's going on in Mississippi. They've heard the arguments on Wednesday of last week. We'll have to wait to June to find out what they think. I mean, they're uh, they're talking about it in behind closed doors now, all the justices are. Hey, thanks so much, uh, Senator, for joining us. I told you 10 minutes. I'm going to keep it at that. We appreciate you talking with us. We know you're, uh, you're indisposed kind of right now. We appreciate that you made some time for us. Thanks so much. Anytime, Dave. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. Congressman uh, Kim uh, Hammer. Uh, Congressman. Senator uh, Kim Hammer. Appreciate that. So it sounds like to me any kind of other bills, Paul, you're going to be a real high hurdle. They need two-thirds, you know, for the House and the Senate. But it sounds like what Kim just said, that uh, he doesn't think they can make that two-thirds. So we'll see. Well, it it sounds more to me that they're more – the last time they met because of the mask mandates and stuff, that two-thirds was there. It doesn't sound like that two-thirds is there at this time. I don't know what to think about that. I don't know. I may, I may try to get in touch with Jason Raper yeah. if, if he it, doesn't call in Yeah, today. he might call in. He I may call in. Yeah, I sent him a message earlier. But I, I may try to get in touch with him, see if he wants. Maybe we'll do a little lobbying, it see com- if we can it get, comes some, in, get some signatures. It comes into play exactly what Senator Hammer said, that we'll have to look in the future uh, we're not refusing the federal money right now that they're sending out free mm-hmm. that, that comes from out you know where, but we're not refusing it right now, and we are getting a lot of money. They're going to have to do mm-hmm. a study, like he said, to see where we're going to be at when this money runs out. But one of the reasons the governor and a lot of these people want to wait and see what happens in the Supreme Court before they pass any aggressive laws because they don't want to jeopardize losing any of that money. Well, and one of the other scary things is not just about whether or not they're going to turn off the spigot of the federal government, is that the more of this printed money that we continue to spend, how much is this inflation thing going to get out of control? Well, they're they're going to cut off the spigot. They will cut it off sooner if the Republicans win the House and Senate back. That will happen. If if they don't, they may... Oh, they got the courage to take care of it. I think that that's no doubt. I think uh, most people who have at least a, a modicum of common sense understand that you cannot just continue to pour trillion, trillions, not millions, not billions, yeah. but trillions count, of dollars. Basically counterfeiting out there, trillions of you know, dollars. But, Counterfeit. <laughs> but, you know, history will tell you that we'll never see where we were at before it again because once it grows – that much they will come back and cut it a percentage but it will not be enough to cut any of the new services because people won't put up with it government programs let's take a break and then when we come back i'll explain to you when you hear certain terminology to be where put your hand over your wallet now i'm back with you don't forget about our good friends at hillcrest designer jewelry Eric's going to stop by on Wednesday. 
I've asked him to come by Wednesday at 6.35, talk a little bit about, uh, he'll know more about what's the hot commodities right now, what are people really buying, what are the women really wanting, what are what are, what are those special somebodies, as I always talk about on the, on the show. Uh, there's certain items become very hot. The big item right now happens to be uh, the uh, paperclip necklace is a, is a big deal. Uh, stud earrings, as you heard Eric talk the last time, is always a big deal uh, for women. They love uh, diamond stud earrings. And he says every woman wants a pair of diamond stud earrings. I remember one Now, thing. I have a woman sitting right here. Is that true, Sue? Well, most, yes, I most do. Women, do you uh, have them on? Uh, no, I have, actually. Costume jewelry on Okay, today. all so, right. <laughs> but but you got a pair of studs, right? Yes, and they're beautiful. I wear them to certain events and stuff. They're always a go-to. You, you wore Saturday? You wore them when you went to the, to the... I had a necklace set different, but I, when I... Yeah, usually, generally, they're my go-to. Okay, so anyway, we'll have Eric on to talk about all this, because as a man, I'm totally lost when it comes to you know what women really like they're a classic you can i mean any nice event you can you know if you don't have anything else that's what you put in all right so keep that in mind uh he opens up at 10 o'clock today and every day monday through saturday uh he'll close up around six or seven o'clock in the evening uh buzz at 3000 cavanaugh boulevard he'll let you in and you can look at all the great uh, jewelry that he has on display there and pick something that you like and here's what's nice no matter what you see as far as the price goes if you say you heard about coming in to see him here on the show on the dave ellswick show he'll uh, he'll give you 20 percent off oh my and uh when when you're talking about jewelry 20 percent is a that's good a that's a good amount of money on top of that he'll have like surprise ones where he'll give you 50 percent off then he'll add to twenty percent, so now you get seventy percent off. Wow! So that's really a good deal. Uh, give him a call five zero one two four six thirty six fifty five five zero one two four six thirty six fifty five, and he'll be on Wednesday at six thirty five right here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Eric from Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. All right, let's move on and, and talk a, a little bit more about things that are going on out into the wonderful world. Uh, Bob Dole died uh, over the weekend uh, from Kansas, uh, was a senator for years and years and years, ran for president uh, and lost. He passed away on Sunday. Uh, he was 98 years old. Yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty good for a man with so many health problems. And he ended up dying of cancer. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, lung cancer, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was... It's so funny. He he used to talk about being in the military, World War II, and he said he was from Kansas. And then they 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 put him on the uh, mountain, uh, special mountain brigade or whatever, yeah. uh, from uh, the northeast part of the country. And he said, "I'd never even seen a mountain." And they put <laughs> me, uh, yeah, I I was out there climbing them at that point. Wow. But he was shot. Uh, by machine gun fire, Nazi machine gun fire in World War II. That's why, if uh, you remember Bob Dole, he always had his left arm. Didn't work right, right. Was in his, his pocket because he never got the feeling back. You know, he went through three years, three years of uh, rehab mm. to learn to walk again. Oh, wow. Uh, he, had to, he had to learn. His right arm was no good. 
Mm. So he had to learn how to write left-handed mm. after using his right hand all of his all life right. at that yeah, point. That's a big deal. So I think he was 22 when he was wounded. Mm. So uh, uh, That's I, not easy. I was in a cast once, and I had to learn how to use my other hand for yeah. like three months. You got to rewire one part of your brain. Right. That's basically it's what you got to do. You, but. but the bottom line was that he did it. He was uh, he was a good senator. Uh, he wasn't a Trump fan. I'll forgive him for that. For all the great things that he did in defense of our country during World War II, you know. So sad to say that uh, Senator Bob Dole has passed away. I will also say I didn't vote for him for president, but neither <laughs> did I vote for Clinton. I, vote, I voted libertarian. He's an American year. hero. He is an American He's hero. He's an American hero. He was an American hero. And you know what? As far as I'm concerned, that heals a lot of other wounds that he might have inflicted on me he fought for freedom that way there's a lot of people wouldn't want to do that Mm -hmm. i know now they wouldn't do it be be bad as far as that's concerned a lot of time to take progress someone has to as you would say take a bullet for for progress and he literally did so i mean he took a bullet for progress whenever you look at whether if you're cutting a government program or you're trying to do something to protect unborn children sometimes someone has to ruin their career to do something to take a bullet in a different way but he literally did for this country but sometimes someone has to be as they say the sacrificial lamb to get things done and it's hard to find people these days that that will do that well and sometimes it is there's there's a kind of fine line between leadership and lunacy i guess that you you end up with um either you're thought of as a raving lunatic or you're actually providing leadership and and, and but the thing is you got to stand up if you don't stand up sometimes you you might be the only one in the room who would have stood up and if you don't then it doesn't happen and yeah just just like these you know these mandates for getting the shot sure these things you know arkansas took a line they could have took taken a whole lot harder line mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, if, if you take too hard of a line, then, then you, when you step well, out of line by yourself, and you're at risk of jeopardize, jeopardizing sure. your career, yeah. but there's times when someone needs to do right. it. Right. And so that's, there's, there's some judgment calls to be made there and some strategy to work on and, and, and on whatever else, just like, I, I think we should abolish abortion altogether. I wish the, um, the, the state legislature would just simply start impeaching prosecutors and judges for not upholding, um, the, the abortion bans in the state state of Arkansas, and then just force the federal government to, to use their courts to throw out the cases, but make them do it every single time. I wish we had that kind of fortitude in this state, but we don't. And well, so in the meantime, we, we pass little bills that chip away at it here and there, and it saves lives. They might all change in June of next it year. It might. It might very well happen, and right. that would be pretty stinking awesome. But in the meantime, I wish we had state officials who had that kind of intestinal fortitude to stand up and start impeaching these judges and prosecutors who won't uphold our laws they could say you cannot have a abortion clinic in the state of arkansas unless you get a license from the state of arkansas to open one mm-hmm. and then just don't give any mm-hmm. and take on the federal government yeah then, stop then, then then take on the federal government but, whenever they come but whenever your budget is like ours mm-hmm. you're not in a position to do bold things because your see, budget that's something is that they not try in to alignment. do I did it a little bit differently in that they said that abortion uh, uh, facilities had to have hospital rights. 
in case something right, went wrong. Exactly. And uh, that was, if I remember correctly, was defeated by the court system. They yeah, said the, that you can't the, do it that way. The super legislator stopped. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it. But anyway, we'll be watching uh, in June about uh, that about that particular one. All right, we we need to get another break in, and I want to do that. Uh, this is from the Harvard Kennedy School of Politics. They did a poll, and they found that a majority, fifty two percent of young Americans, this is between eighteen and twenty nine. Believe that our democracy, now that's the wrong question. We don't have a democracy. We have a republic here in the United States, but they ask him democracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe that our democracy is either in trouble or failing. Only 7% of young Americans view the United States as a, quote, healthy democracy. 27% describe the nation as a somewhat functioning democracy. a democracy in trouble, and 13% went so far as to declare that the nation's democracy has failed. We'll look at that and how it breaks down Democrat and Republican when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about East End Towing. Again, uh, they will, no matter what the problem, they'll solve it for you. And they'll get you off the side of the highway or get your tire changed or get your keys out of the car if it's locked in or whatever. They can do it all for you because they have all the answers. All you need to do is call them so they have to answer you. 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. East End Towing. All right, so let me give you a little bit more on this story from the uh, Harvard kennedy school the institute of politics and again let me let me say that what they found out only seven percent of young americans these are ages 18 to 29 uh, view the united states as a healthy democracy 27 percent described the nation as a somewhat functioning democracy 27 percent described the nation as a somewhat functioning democracy 39% a democracy in trouble, and 13% went so far as to declare the nation a failed democracy. Democrats are divided, 44% healthy, somewhat functioning, and 45% in trouble failed about the health of our democracy. 70% of Republicans believe that we are either a democracy in trouble, 47%, or failed, 23%. A majority, 51% of independent and unaffiliated young Americans, also say we are in trouble or failed. Overall, 57% of all 18 to 29-year-olds say that it is very important that America is a democracy, while another 21% say it's somewhat important. See, this is the one that really worried me. Uh, 50, what was it? So 57% said it was important that we be a democracy. And I'm going to say when they say democracy, they mean a republic, okay? 21% say it's somewhat important. 7% say either not very or not at all important. You know, you guys go in college, you're at Harvard, you're at Ivy League school, and you're stupid, all right? Well, uh, and... Another thirteen percent don't know. Well, think a lot of uh, just think. That's about, even worse. But That's think about how many worse. people who don't vote. If you don't vote, then then it's, it would be very rational for you to think. Well, it doesn't really matter a whole lot if we have the right to vote. 
Well, I don't and have their so, voting records. All I can right. tell you is what they're saying. Right. But if you add the people who who don't know and the people who think that it doesn't matter, it's twenty mm-hmm. yeah. percent of our but, of the population right. of eighteen but, but to twenty nine year olds. But that shouldn't surprise us at all because what are they being taught? Well, but there's that. But, but, but the fact is that probably what eighty or ninety percent, or maybe sixty or seventy percent of those who are eligible do not vote anyway. And so maybe we should have we should be actually surprised that it's that it's it's such a low number because if if only thirty or forty percent actually vote, then maybe the real number should be closer to sixty or seventy percent. Well, that's the real number of those. If you care, then you vote. If you, you think you, it's you, relevant, you would think so. You, I know think. people who care, and they won't find the time to well, go right. vote. Well, which the, drives me nuts. Well, the, Lono County just got a tax pass with a, with a less a thousand votes or less. So it's a, right. and that, that was one percent. One percent of the people and, and, in a county enacted a tax on ninety nine percent. What sixty million wasn't it? Yeah, that's, sixty million dollar bond issue. Right, that, right exactly. Oh, so one percent. So people yeah. who care. This tells this me is, two things, guys. It tells me number one thing: we need school choice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we've been saying that for a long time. The money needs to follow the children. That's to the correct. Some children are handicapped. Some kids learn different. I mean, the money needs to follow the but kids. The kids to fire need to some, go. But we might have to fire some bureaucrats. Well, yes. the, well the public <laughs> yeah. schools will have to get fire better. Them. But you need fire to them. allow the parent to decide. You know, exactly. It's, no, it's, I, it's I so can't, much less I bad. can't continue to send my kid to this school. i got to send him somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're willing to drive. 30 miles sure. one way to and take their kids and, and, to a school that they know that they're going to be taught some people important stuff if you live in a district you've got to go to the school board and have a really I know. good reason a really good reason that your kid needs to go somewhere else and a really good reason to the second power if you want to homeschool it's exactly oh my right. god so, so we're talking about this is a really radical and, period, and we're talking about a transition period. Arkansas has been transitioning between the Democrat and Republican re- leadership, and we've had the transition team in place. Well, whenever we have the next full session, it's going to be time it, it for the tra- transition team to be over. And it's going to be time to get school choice done. It, it, it's frustrating to see. Why? And we'll see how many of them. Pay attention to what's really uh, what school choice would mean, and how many take their marching uh, orders from the school superintendent. And so, it's they're a big major power, but Republicans need to get on board with the idea that the public schools are not their friend. Public yeah, schools are a basically a campaign tool for the Democrat Party. Republicans need to stop sending all this extra money to them. This is not a um, an organization. Or a program that the Republicans should be in love with. No, it they should be good. cutting funding to public schools. It sounds good to support education, right? That's it's what it's not education, right? That's what I'm saying. It sounds good. It's one of those where they've reimagined education, basically. It's a babysitting program at and best. Exactly, it's an indoctrination program in, in reality. Worst. And it yeah. should go on. It should go on. Their their. Uh, results you know the results that they're having with their students i mean basically there needs to be an auditing of their results of how they're 
doing. Yeah, so the Fed rule. Money. The social results. Yeah, who, the families yeah, who's have right. fallen apart. And there, the whole there, thing matters. Yeah, the, 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 the social structure of our society is gone. I, right. I think those numbers that Dave's are mentioning are headed in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's and what I'm trying to point headed, out. The numbers are headed in the wrong direction. They're trending the long, wrong way until parents have a choice who can financially cannot afford to pay for two educations for their children you know it's going to continue to trend when you look at what harvard study shows it shows this the left is winning in education (laughs) if the majority of the kids that are in school think that the democracy isn't basically worth saving or any any kind of government has the same uh, kind of of power to do good or whatever that democracy isn't at the top uh, the republics that we have now it just shows me that what we've been seeing happen with the slide to socialism which is a slide towards communism is is happening which is, is going to continue but at a faster pace and we good. should not be surprised about it because Public school is a socialism immersion program. It you you sh- if you're surprised that kids come out of that acting like socialists, what are you thinking? This is this is automatic. Well, it's people, a big budget. Uh, Go ahead. People are losing faith in institutions. Period. Schools are one of them, but well, not schools, but our our founding principles. You shouldn't are have one of faith them. in the schools. But we're you know people and, and the talking heads even are talking about people losing faith in our institutions. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And our schools are one of them. It's a big budget. If you look at how much money is spent on education in the state, oh, yeah, there's huge. a lot of corporatism involved. 60 cents of every dollar. It's so there's a result, lot you know? of corporate interest in keeping the school system the way it is because the money is flowing. A large amount of money is flowing a certain direction. Yeah, it's a, it's and when you show up and say, we're going to change the direction of the flow of dollars, can we, then can we everybody it, is going to show up and scream. Can we call it the education industrial complex? It is. Yeah, you I see them lobbying. out of public oh, schools. Sure, sure. it's, it's a huge, it's a, it's, yeah. How many of these lobbyists are tax-funded They're lobbyists? state employees. All right. And that's a shame. It is. They that's should be arrested for doing that. So before we, leave, on before we leave today, all right. I talked about this probably three years ago because in Colorado they made marijuana legal, but they added so much taxes to it (laughs) that the illegal dealers were still being sought out because it was cheaper to buy from them than it was to buy legal because of the taxes. Well, in San Francisco, they said that they're suspending their marijuana tax until 2023 to help the dispensaries compete with the drug dealers (laughs) remember when they said we need to make pot legal so we can tax it you remember that i remember that yeah so they're out there taxing the living crap out of it and so the cartels are still doing you know buffalo business well, they gave an umbrella for the drug dealers to work under so you can't tell they protected it protects the drug dealers because it's hard to tell illegal from legal. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, it's just when government gets involved in something, you, you can't expect it to work good. I mean, yeah. so yeah. so I, I heard a saw a rumor, you know, back in the earlier part of the twentieth um, century, nineteen hundreds, they outlawed liquor, they outlawed alcohol, and so I saw I saw something, a little blurb that you know that was about the time when people were still 
kind of able to make alcohol for running their cars. Right. And uh, and there was apparently somebody didn't like that fact, and they wanted to be able to sell oil instead of these farmers being able to make their own alcohol. And, and you, well, if you ban alcohol for long enough, then that, l- that little feature on your cars might just go away. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the like mafia the loved it, and uh, they built Las Vegas with the money that well, they yeah. made from Okay, it. so what is, what is the old, what's the old saying? If you want more of something, don't tax it. If you want less of something, put a tax on it. In other words, that's what's happening here. They put a tax on the marijuana. People aren't buying it from the legal people. They're going to buy it from the illegal people. That's just the way it works. It's It's a lie. Everybody (laughs) believed a lie is is basically what it is. And everybody that passed it knew it was a lie whenever they passed it. But it brought money to the state. We've got government officials that are too corrupt to just let people have liberty. Let people have liberty and then hold them accountable if they're irresponsible that, with that liberty. But th- th- then that's, that. it never should have been illegal in the first place. And, and government officials are, are just, they're become, I mean, little terrorists and, and <laughs> harassing people and arresting them for things that never should have been illegal in the first place. Wait till that 82,000 extra IRS agents get in. All right, we'll take a break until next Monday with our power panel. Thank you so much, Simone, for coming in. You too, RD. You. you as well, Paul. Yes, we sir, appreciate thank you. all of you. Uh, The females are in tomorrow. Hang on. It always gets interesting with them. And the Bible guys will be here in the second hour on the Dave Ellswick Show. Until then, I'll see you at 6 a.m. tomorrow right here at 101. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.